Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Lisa Robin Young. Lisa, you are found on the web at lisarobinyoung.com. You work with uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs, and you help them become uh, celebrities in their space. You, you picked a different word, but but you're basically helping them to become known, seen, loved, et cetera. Yes, yes. Building a, an audience of raving fans um, and helping them really stand in that spotlight role in their industry. Wow. How do we do that? Well, it really comes down to, and it's funny, it's three things and we all have these three things and it just depends on how you dial them up and up and down. Uh, Clarity, confidence, and courage. That's the foundation of the work that I do with my clients. Before you can take a courageous action, you have to be able to make a decision with confidence to take that action. And you can't do that if you don't have clarity. So everything that I'm doing with my clients is around helping them get clearer on different aspects of their business, whether it's who they're serving or how they're reaching them or what they need to be doing in their day-to-day or how to get out of the day-to-day so that they can then make the decisions that power the action steps that they or their teams need to take in order to be more successful and seen as that authority, that expert in their market. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I mean, that sounds great. What, what kind of, where do we start on that journey? Like how do yeah. we. So the thing that I love to do with people is start with knowing themselves, right? Because so many times, especially if you are a, a micro entrepreneur, um, or you're dealing with a smaller business, there's still a lot of you involved in the company. And one of the things that I've learned in my almost 30 years in the online world is that when you've got issues in your personal life that are impacting your business, you'll have business issues that are impacting your personal life. So we need to get really clear on who you are, what really Mm. matters to you, why you're doing what you're doing, why you're doing this instead of something else. And some of that can be articulated through the company, but some of it is not, it's personal to you. And A lot of times I find that the clients that I'm working with have lived in a space where they've got a lot of shoulds that have been foisted on them. Mm -hmm. Well, you should be doing this. If you're this kind of an entrepreneur, then you should be showing up this way. And the reality is we need to want what we want the way that we want it in order to have a healthier relationship with our businesses and be able to stand in that spotlight. When you look at a Beyonce, for example, Mm. she's not doing all the things in her company. She has a primary role as a performer and entertainer. She's making some other decisions, but ultimately it comes down to putting the right people in the right roles and trusting them to do the things that are going to elevate the business so that you can shine like the star that you are. We got to be our own inner Beyonce. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And it's not about being the next Beyonce. It's about being the best you and having the time and the freedom to be able to enjoy the work that you're putting out into the world. 
Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, so a little bit of WWBD, what would Beyonce do? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so how did you step into this work? Yeah, so this is my accidental entrepreneurial journey, right? So I began, like I said, almost 30 years ago, um, I built a website that was basically one of the first e-commerce sites and we were selling exotic art and reproductions of ancient artifacts. And from there, I started coaching other business owners and that expanded. But the whole time I was doing this, I'm a performing artist. I've been on stage and screen. I've been in the theater. I've recorded albums. I've done all of this work and it's kind of come with me since childhood. And more and more people were asking me, well, how do I get on TV? Or how do I get that media placement? Or how do I get people to see me so that I don't have to go chasing them with my marketing? And that's how my audience and my messaging and my work started to shift to say, okay, look, you've got an established business, but if you're getting passed over for other people who don't have the same credentials that you do, that don't have the depth of knowledge and the level of experience that you do, it's a visibility issue, but it's probably yeah. also a capacity issue. And so I was throwing myself under the bus, being my own guinea pig, figuring out things for me and then my clients. And then we started working on this journey of what does it really take to become a celebrity in your niche? After I wrote my last book, I had people who were like, okay, look, I've got a profitable and sustainable business, but I'm really clear. There's a next step for me that's even bigger. So I started researching celebrities from throughout the 20th century. What did they have in common? What did it really take to get them from point A to point B? What separates Beyonce from Solange? They're sisters. They grew up together. What's the difference there? And that's where this framework really unpacked itself for me. And we started implementing it with clients who were also getting TV appearances and media placements and being stopped on the street. Oh my gosh, are you so-and-so? I love your stuff, right? That's that's what starts to happen as people start to implement the work that I do. What if we do something boring? Like we're like just behind the scenes, B2B, you know, it just, I don't know, like TV is not going to be calling me. Like if I yeah, reach so, out to- Yeah, so TV isn't necessarily- the way to become the celebrity in your space, right? Yeah. So if you're a plumber, you're probably not going to be doing, you know, Oprah. And yet there's a way for you to shine in your community, in the network of, of, of clients that you serve, whether that's local, regional, or national, that does allow you to be that guy that, oh my gosh, you're that plumber guy where mm. you get stopped and people recognize you. And if they need a plumber, they're calling you or your company before they call somebody else. Now I will say, Celebrity is not for everyone and that's okay, but anyone can be in that role in their industry. They can be famous in their niche, so to speak. It, it's just about showing up in certain ways and establishing your authority and, and doing the work of connecting with people at the level that allows them to see you in that way. Yeah, I um so my background is kind of funny um so I've done over 2500 media appearances 800 of them are on TV and it is kind of fun when people are like you know they look at you it's so funny it was like one time and I did a lot of radio uh and I'm going to get to a point here in just a second uh but you know I was at a gas station maybe 100 miles from where we lived in in Holland this was down let's see I forget where that would have been, maybe Michigan City. And uh, we were 
in um, or somewhere 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 down in that corner there. Uh, but I was originally from Holland, where I was doing radio nonstop in in Holland, West Michigan. And um, it's funny we were in this gas station, and this woman comes up to me. She goes, "Can you keep talking?" I'm like, "Oh, are they kind of a weird thing." I'm like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She goes, "Wait a minute, I know your voice. Your voice sounds so." And I'm like, "Oh, you're the savings age. You're that savings angel guy." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah." So, and 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 okay. So why does this matter to business? Um, if we're trying to connect the dots, Lisa. Um, it, it, I, I was going to kind of, sh- I'll share, I wanted to share my point, but, but I don't want to steal your thunder. How is this good for practical dollars and cents, you know, driving revenue? Because I think sometimes people might say, okay, I'm going to spend all this time doing this, but am I actually, is that really going to help me make more money in business? If that's yeah. kind of where they're, what one of their big things they really need to focus on. Right. So the neat thing about becoming the celebrity in your space is um, it's it's savings and investment, right? So we're saving on marketing costs because we're known, we're seen, we're identified as the person. You know, when you look at Beyonce doesn't have to run an advertisement for her upcoming concert. Beyonce just goes on social and says, I'm doing a concert and the tickets mm-hmm. are sold out. Taylor Swift, same story, right? Ticketmaster's blocked up for days because people know who they are. They know their body of work. They appreciate the value that they bring. Mm-hmm. They can save a lot of money on marketing. But the other side of the coin is also true. They become very desirable. They can raise their rates. They can command more for less of their time. I was uh, reading a post, I think it was Cardi B the other day, who was like, I did a private event for 400 people and I got paid a million dollars for 35 minutes worth of work. Wouldn't you like to be able to charge $2 million an hour? Yes, please. And thank you. Where do I sign up? Yeah, no kidding. Um, a- another analogy, Lisa, that, that I've experienced firsthand is I have gone to lots of events and I still do where I'm just a nobody in the crowd. Like I'm like, I'm just another face. And then I've also been to events where I've been the featured keynote speaker. Let me tell you, those are two completely different experiences. And um, a lot of this is, you know, listen, the visibility is awesome. But, you know, in terms of thinking like, I'm going to go and I'm going to be on TV and I'm going to get all these people, they're going to be ringing me up because Mm -hmm. they want to buy my thing immediately because of the visibility. When in fact, um, could you talk a little bit more about the value of authority and maybe how that weighs against when a client's like, I'm going to get my name in lice, I'm going to be a star. Yeah. So when I talk about this, the celebrity in your space piece, yes, there's the star factor of being seen and pointed to and called out, but there's also the credibility that goes with being the person who's known as the expert. And like I said, TV and magazines and and media, that's just one way of of developing credibility. It could be writing a book. It could be creating an educational program. It could be licensing your material. There's lots of different ways for you to establish that credibility and the authority that allows people to go, you are the person who is at the top of the heap in this community of of business owners, in this market, in this industry. I have a client who is the leading authority on, of all things, double-strung harp. It is a very unusual market to be the authority in. Mm. And here she is. She's written, I think, five books now. Um, She has the primary method book for beginners on this instrument. And her whole purpose is 
elevating this instrument to the same level of credibility as any other instrument. And she's doing that through the books that she writes and the ways that she's working with her students, not by being on Oprah or, you know, doing a world tour. So there's different ways to, to approach celebrity that work for how you're wired to work that still position you as the go-to highest paid, most knowledgeable, if we're going to talk to anybody, we're going to talk to you first person in the market that you're trying to serve. Yeah. Um, what does engagement look like with you? Does it, like, how does that start? What does month to month end up looking like? Sure. So for every client that I work with in this capacity, we start with a deep dive intensive where we go through all of the nine areas. There's three in each for clarity, confidence, and courage. And we look at what are the gaps that you currently have? Because while we all have clarity, confidence, and courage to some degree, some of us have some things stronger than others. Some of us have no problem taking courageous actions, but we really struggle with facing our fears. Okay, well, then we need to unpack what does facing your fear look like and what are the specific steps we need to take there so that you can show up more confidently when you're going to do an interview or when you're making an offer to a client or when you're talking about a merger or any of those things. Um the minute you lose confidence, you lose credibility because people don't take you seriously if you show mm -hmm. up very apologetic. Uh -huh. So it's going to be different for everybody, depending on where they're at in business, what their life experience is. We find where on the map we need to start. And then we lay out a game plan for that. Typically, uh, we work in three-month increments, one project at a time so that we can see real progress towards whatever it is that you're going for. I've had clients who've, you know, been on TV within, you know, six months. I've had clients who've taken several years to get to the level where they feel like they've ach achieved the level of celebrity that they want for themselves. And it just depends on where they're at and what time they can devote to making some of the changes that need to happen. Because again, it's about dialing some things up and dialing some things back and everybody's everybody's different. So we have to find the right groove for you. Yeah. And then um, is, is it expensive to work with? Let's talk generally about working with, oh, oh, oh and actually, let me not ask you that. Um, it, is working with you, how is it similar to, and how is it different than just hiring, quote unquote, like a PR agency? Yeah. So I don't do PR per se. We're not sending out pitches on your behalf. We're not researching companies oh. for you to, to pitch to. But what we do is look at what is the right mix for you? Do, do you need to be pitching to PR? Do you need to be working on that book that you've been saying you're going to do and you haven't moved the, the needle on? Um, our goal is to find the path that works, again, for how you're wired to work. Uh, you know, I talk about the creative entrepreneur spectrum and we have people who are on one end of the spectrum who are very systems and process oriented. So they've got that piece on lock and we need to help them see the other aspects that need building, right? Relationships, networking, mm. whatever. Um, we've got people on the other end of the spectrum who are very experiential and go with the flow and trust their instincts. And that's really fabulous and important, but it's also important to know your numbers and be able to have your finger on the pulse of what's really going on with systems and processes. Because if you're constantly flying by the seat of your pants, mm. you're never going to have the stability under your feet, no matter how much money your business is making. And I've worked with, you know, nine figure music superstars who have lots of money and everything is a chaotic mess in the back end because they don't know where anything is or how to do anything or who is even responsible for it. 
and they sit there holding the bag of, I just want to, I just want to do my thing, man. <laughs> okay. Well that, that, okay. I suppose that it's working so far, but you're going to hit a wall at some point where you're going to crash and burn. And that we've seen those horror stories in the media. We've seen, oh, yeah. we're, we're seeing some of that right now where people <laughs> have, you know, really gotten beyond their ken in a lot of, you know, things that they said that they were experts in. And it's like, well, now the truth comes out. Right. So I'm yeah. looking at developing a holistic approach that works for how they're wired so that they can show up confidently and be the best version of themselves mm-hmm. um, without trying to be something that they're not, without trying to shoehorn themselves or learn something that's really not in their wheelhouse, right? Yeah. We, like, we want to find that path that works uniquely for them because there is one. It's just about figuring out what's going to click for you. Yeah. Lisa, I'm on your website right now, Lisa Robin young.com mm-hmm. and when somebody goes and, and again to our friend that's listening to our audio right now you can just click on the show notes click on the little information icon click on the cover you'll find it we got a link directly to lisa's website lisa when somebody goes there what would you recommend that they do well the first thing that they need to do is take the quiz and find out what their creative type is because mm-hmm. once you know how you're uniquely wired to work it becomes a lot easier to build a business that supports you to be do have an experience more of what you want and less of what you don't whether or not you want to step to celebrity status that's a very clarifying tool to help you see oh i've been trying to do this and that's not who i am now i can release my vulcan death grip of control <laughs> and entrust someone else <laughs> <laughs> to navigate that piece. And I can really focus on what my zone of genius is and do the things that really are meant for me to be doing in my company um, instead of trying to be all things to all people. Yeah. And that again, is at lisarobinyoung.com. You can click on the link right here. It says, what type of creative entrepreneur are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it looks like you, a chaotic fusion and linear. Yeah. So there's, there's three primary types. The chaotics are the very experiential go with the flow, trust your gut types. The linears are very system and process oriented order is the rule of the day for these folks. And then there are the fusion creatives like me, we kind of stand with one foot in each world and, and we can flex in either direction, depending on what the situation requires. These are typically your Jack of all trades kinds of people have a hard time picking one thing, good at a, a good number of things. Um, And each type has their own strengths, but they also have their own challenges. And sometimes that challenge can be their strength Mm. taken to the nth degree. You know, somebody who's very go with the flow, very trust your logic or trust your gut, trust your emotions can, can be very intuitive and make some really great decisions. But if you only rely on intuition and you never look at your numbers, that can lead you astray. Likewise, if all you do is systems and processes, then every time there's a problem, you're going to try and systematize or process your way out of it. And that doesn't always work either. Sometimes we have to throw some spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks in order to figure out what our next step is going to be. So those are the three primary types. And then there's cusp types that kind of straddle the middle, but they still lean into whatever their primary type is. So yeah, I would go take the quiz and find out it's free. You don't even need to opt in and get that clarity so that you know how you need to be adjusting your course, you know, especially as we're at the head of a new year, it's like, Hey, let's, let's move in a direction. That's really going to serve us this year and and blow things up in a good way instead of a bad one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also I should point out, Lisa, um, you're the author of the book, creative freedom, how to own your dreams without selling your soul and that, and everything else is found at your website, Lisa, Robin Young, Lisa, I've really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.